Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Well, I started the show today, sending out Best wishes from everybody here to Dave Meltzer, Jim Valley, Santana, Proud and Powerful, all three struggling with different things today. So all of our best to all of them. Santana's got a tweet. You can see on my Twitter. I linked to it on his Instagram, actually. And Jim Valley, don't really have much of an update from yesterday. And obviously, if you heard Wrestling Observer Radio, Dave's mother is not doing well. So all the best to all three of them. We have a lot of news to get into on this show, as always, wrestling-related. Obviously, last night was AW and NXT, and AW was following up their Winter is Coming show, and it was a very busy show. This was, in fact, the second week in a row that AW was a very busy show, and I want to talk about that briefly, but we're going to wait till we come back from the break because I have a fair amount to say about that. We also have the update on Impact Ratings. Yes, for once we have Impact Ratings here on the program. We're going to tell you how the show did. Yesterday we talked about the Kenny Omega segment with Don Callis. Did very, very well on Twitch. They did 10 to 20 times the number of viewers that they normally do on Twitch. Now, didn't do quite as well on television. They were up, but they were not up 10 to 20 times. That was not going to happen. If, If they had been up 20 times... They'd have beaten Raw, so obviously that was not going to happen, but we have those numbers for you. Believe it or not, we actually have one match announced for NXT next week, so that's big. And, of course, we have many, many matches announced for next week's AEW show. Also, SmackDown, they have a couple of things announced for that show as well. We're also going to take a lot of feedback here today. If you'd like to text us, 425-780-7566. That is 425-780-7566. Brian at WrestlingObserver.com. At Brian Elvers on Twitter at SemperVV. Phone calls probably later. We'll see about that. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Butterflies in the eyes and the looks to kill. 
I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student Loan Advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free 5-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. The spread of COVID-19 is still unchecked across the nation, and you need to keep your family safe. Make a new habit and check your temperatures twice a day, once before dinner and before leaving home in the morning. You can't afford to take chances, so use the Exergen Temporal Scanner. Its accuracy is backed by more than 80 clinical studies, and it takes an accurate reading in seconds. It's the only home thermometer used and recommended by hospitals, doctors, and nurses. Quick and easy to use, you can count on Exergen to keep your family safe 24 hours a day. The number one gift in this stressful year, relaxation. From Homedics, now at up to 30% off. Soothing stress for over 35 years, Homedics is the top home massage products brand with gifts for every aching muscle on your list. With select items up to 30% off and free shipping on orders over $50, holiday supplies won't last. Shop now at homedics.com. The perfectly relaxing, perfectly giftable gift is at homedics.com and major retailers everywhere. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Uh, Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. I could talk for hours today about many things, but we're going to start with this frenetic AEW show last night. I like the show a lot, and as I mentioned yesterday... I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt last week and this week because last week was winners coming. They were building it up as the biggest AEW show of all time. We had an advertised world title match, arguably the biggest title match they'd ever done. And they figured this will be our largest audience in forever. So let's 
throw a bunch of angles at the wall, get people interested in our storylines, etc. So this week was the follow-up to that. Sting debuted. Everybody's talking about Sting. I don't know about everybody else, but my gut, I don't know if they're going to break a million tonight. But it certainly did feel that this show was going to do better than last week's show. So if you did a big show last week and you feel like you generated a lot of interest and you're going to be doing a huge show this week, then fine, I can give one more week of throwing like a whole bunch of stuff at the wall. But there's way too much stuff going on. Now, saw some people on the board because we discussed this last night. I forget the exact term, but it was something like, Brian, we're young. We watch these movies and play these video games. We can remember all of these details. You don't get it. It's not about remembering everything. I realize I said that without notes, I wouldn't remember everything on the show. I probably, without notes, could remember most everything that did happen on the show. But that's beside, it's not about remembering. It's about what happens when you start doing this. Regardless of whether it's good or bad. What happens is now you're moving into the crash TV era of of AEW. If this continues, okay? Now, crash TV in the short term. It's exciting. People get into everything. You talk about it with your friends. I've seen this happen before. Yes, in the short term, you do this crash TV, and it's going to boost things up a little bit. But it doesn't matter if you're a young kid that plays video games or you watch movies or whatever the guy said on the board last night because he he liked the show the way it was. It's going to burn out the viewers. It's happened every time in wrestling history. If you do crash TV there will be a subsequent crash. That's not good for anybody. So every now and then, you're expecting a big audience. You throw a whole bunch of things at the wall. You get people interested in a bunch of different storylines and where things are going, and then you dial it back a little bit. And then, obviously, they're going to have some big shows coming up in, in early 2021. Do a bunch of stuff on those shows and then dial it back a little. But... What they've done the last two weeks, I'm telling you, it will be unsustainable to continue doing shows like that every single week on television. Some people are going to disagree, but I'm old. I've lived through it. I've seen it before all over the world. You can't stay at this level. Like I said, I enjoyed the show. I'm not worried about it yet. It's been two weeks. I see the reason for doing it for two weeks. But there is no reason to do it next week or the week after. Now we must slow down and we should tell some of these stories. What did you think of these shows, Mike? I I thought I agree with you on AEW. Um, There was too much. But the one thing at least that they have going for them in my mind is I believe that they have a path for everything that they throw against the wall and what they're doing. They have a plan. You know, you see that, you know, everything leads to a match next week, but I agree. And when you throw that stuff, much stuff at the wall, you start losing maximum impact. And over time, that's what burns people out. Like you said, it's not about what you remember and it's not even about the angle. I mean, obviously Shaq should be a, should have been a big point of last night's show. Sting should have been, 
Uh, there were there were things that should have, but some of the stuff with the women didn't necessarily need to take place. Uh, you know, there was a run in after everything. There was a run in or a fight or something after. I'm pretty every sure it's been match. two weeks straight that every single solitary yeah. match has had interference or a run in or an angle afterwards. Every single one. And by doing that, it lessens the effect. So, you know, unlike WWE, I don't have a fear that all of this stuff is going to happen and then half of it's just going to be ignored next week. I I really believe that they, you know, they have a plan for everything that they're doing. It's just it's a little bit too much. And I know some the Brandy Shack thing. Brandy's oh, acting I'll talk and about Bra- that in a Brandy being involved in all that sort of stuff. You know, look, that was something that they had to have put on the show last night. And that I think we talked about that. The Shaq deal is one of those things that when you get a chance to do it, you do it. TNT, all that sort of stuff. Um, I guess we can go. I mean, it all depends on what you, you know, where you want to go from here. As far as the NXT show, since you said, what did you think about both shows? The NXT show, it was fine it was very antiseptic it was very by the numbers and it was not insulting too much in in, in any way it was just not very exciting and i'd like to see timothy thatcher and and cameron grimes i don't know if i like the way they got there but you know what if i if anything comes out of last night as a positive i'm going to go ahead and take that one for a lot of other people carrying cross and damian priest are probably going to be a pretty big thing and to, to be honest those two guys beating on each other you know it's like Wardlow and, and Jake Hager down the line except we can do it right now with Damian Priest and Karrion Cross. it's going to be really nice to see a little shaky where they're going with Austin Theory with his new schlepping behind Johnny act or is by the way is their crew called The Way yes that was a horrible 90s song wasn't it I gotta talk about Brandy so last night when I reviewed this show with Dave Okay, I'm all done. Why don't you talk about Brandy? Well, we you were you were going through everything. We got plenty to talk about today. But you mentioned Brandy, and everyone in the chat's been talking about Brandy for 20 minutes. So listen, then you can give your thoughts. Yesterday, I was reviewing this Brandy segment, and I mentioned that Brandy, for some reason, is a heel again. Because I watched the segment, and when it was over, I was like, last time I saw her, she was a babyface. Why is she a heel now? So I start the review. I tell Dave that Brandy is a heel again. I then recap the segment and I realize, wait a second. She was mostly a babyface in this segment. She was mad that Jade broke her arm. Shaq was being a jerk. Shaq told her she could learn something from Jade. And she got upset and she threw water on him. So... She actually was a babyface, but the problem is the segment started with Tony Schiavone saying we're joined by Brandy and Shaq, and Shaq, I'd like to ask you a couple of questions, and she flipped out. How dare you talk to Shaq before me? Mm -hmm. I'm like, dude, it's Shaq, or as I like to call him, the Shaq. I mean, no 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 one is disrespecting you by starting with Shaq. Like, you're going to get your turn. So she started this segment doing something that was so baffling to me that I figured she had to be a heel. But then the rest of the segment, she was a babyface. So we got to figure out this Brandy thing. I think she is a babyface still. 
But what was that start of that segment? Dude, I don't we don't have to do a damn thing. They're the ones who need to make Brandy a consistent character doing something. I mean, it's she's I said we cuz we're on the payroll, Mike. Oh, <laughs> you, you may be. As I you can tell tri- by this first segment here. I got to deal with Reaganomics, trickle down economics with you and hopefully it gets to me and I hope that at some point we get a consistent Brandy character. She just seems to be no matter the situation, she just poof turns into something else and that was the whole thing with the whole thing is to get sympathy on her for breaking her arm and jade coming out out of nowhere and and challenging cody on behalf of shack and all this stuff it's like let her let shack explain why and you're actually on the good side in this why jump on tony why be you know why present yourself in that way to be pissed at shack absolutely but I just, she just, again, there's no week after week after week. There is nothing consistent about Brandy, unfortunately. It just all, she's like Jello. You just put her in the situation and she just kind of wobbles around. Oh, yeah, she's good with every meal. It's like, uh, I don't know about that because what I saw last night, again, it was just corny. Back in a moment, everybody. Observer Live. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help we offer a complete 100 percent unconditional client satisfaction guarantee make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all you have nothing to lose so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation 800-880-7167 800-880-7167 that's 800-880-7167 Paid for by Airtime Media. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-516-2499. 800-516-2499. 800-516-2499. Again, that's 800-516-2499. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60PLUS, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get 
get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118-800-493-6118-800-493-6118 That's 800-493-6118 You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. You mentioned Johnny Gargano's crew, The Way. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. I believe that Shaq's crew should be called the Shaq. What do you think about that? I thought he was the shack. He is the shack. But it's the shack shack. But where would they hang out then? Because aren't they hanging out in shack shack? Yeah. Don't so what would the team it. be called? So they're the, the shack. Well, why wouldn't Am they I be speak the shack? another language here? Apparently, why why wouldn't they be the shacks? Like, you know, like the the Ronettes. Oh, no, his for... name is Shack. But the group mm-hmm. is called the Shack. S H A C K. And they hang out in like the shack. Like the core. Maybe they can spell it with two Ks. Anyway, Anything else you'd like to say about this before we move on? Do you know how to spell Shaq? Anything else you'd like to say about this before we move on? I got more to say about these shows. Nothing? No, Brian, go ahead. I don't have anything. I'm going to read some emails here. A lot of stuff happened. What's everyone else think? What's everyone else want to talk about? Orange Cassidy losing too much, this person says. Well, you want to know what I would have done, everybody? I wouldn't have had him win the Battle Royal and be in the match with MJF. Because... As we talked about going into it, I mean, the ring, there has to be some sort of something about it, okay? What's Orange Cassidy going to do with a diamond ring? I mean, unless he's going to feud and we're going to actually do that storyline with Kip, which clearly we're not going to do, what's the point of Orange Cassidy having a diamond ring for a year? So it only makes sense for either MJF to win it again or somebody's got to win it that's either a heel that's going to use it or... Whatever. So I didn't even see a reason for Orange Cassidy to win the match. I didn't even know how it would make any sense. MJF ends up retaining the ring. But yes, Orange Cassidy did another job. And I don't know. My solution would have been Orange Cassidy not in the match with MJF. Put Jungle Boy back in. They've clearly been doing something of a feud that's building to one of these days. Not now. One of these days. Jungle Boy getting a big win over MJF. And maybe that's their plan for a year down the road for the next Dynamite Diamond Battle Royal. I don't know what Jungle Boy is going to do with the diamond ring, but maybe he's got a honey. Orange Cassidy not losing or losing is one of the most overblown things in the world, I think. I Him losing to MJF in the main event of a show where he gets screwed over and he gets hurt and his hand is beaten. I mean, I, look, if he loses to Jungle Boy, if he loses to even Wardlow, somebody like that, I just don't think how that thing was structured. MJ or Orange Cassidy loses anything in a loss to MJF. I think that's, I think that's a tale that's a little bit overblown, you know. I, I and I think they realize that too, and I think they did a good job with that last night. As far as Jungle Boy goes, it looks like you know with the way they were side eyeing each other at the end. 
And this was one thing that they were not heavy-handed with, and I thought they did in some ways a good job with it, was Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus staring down FTR after the match. And they didn't have a brawl. Nobody got shoved into anybody else or any of that sort of stuff. They just looked like they were setting themselves up for, for next week. So I, I think that's about it. The only thing I'll say on, on Shaq uh, is that with the way that he deadpanned the camera after the brandy threw the water in the face and the fact that she did and, and had to curse because, you know, however many curses they're allowed on TNT, I guess they're going to continue to push the, push the, you know, level with that. I just, that's another one where if you do it too much, it just loses its effect. And just because you can curse now one time a quarter or whatever the hell it is, it's, you know, it just, to me, it gets to be a little bit too much, but I was wondering after seeing that and seeing him kind of give that comical look at the camera, if this isn't going to be more about inside the NBA on, on TNT and all that sort of stuff, which, again, if it works to help get some eyeballs onto AEW, it's not the worst things in the world. You know, you got to get some eyes there and see what you do with them. But uh, it'll be interesting to see if Charles Barkley or Kenny Smith or all of this stuff is more beneficial to being a, a laugh on inside the NBA uh, rather than being a real effect for AEW to do anything with it. So we had the appearance of Kenny Omega on Impact. The show ended up up 33% from the prior week. 0.08 rating in the 18 to 49. I hope that wasn't a beer you just cracked open there. 18 to 49 demo, 96th on cable for the night. The previous week's impact, 0 0.05 in 18 to 49 and 121st for the night. So, I mean, they were up 33%. It's not like a gigantic increase. So, obviously, AEW helped impact to a degree, but they didn't double numbers or anything like that. Twitch, however, peaked at over 50,000 viewers. And normally they do under 10. So at least on Twitch, it did help dramatically. And obviously, part of the reason why it helped on Twitch more than Access is because if you're interested in watching Impact because of the AW deal, if you don't have Access, which is a ton of people, your only option is to watch it on Twitch, for example. They also re-aired the episode on YouTube and Facebook, so you can add in those as well. So it absolutely did help Impact to a degree, and we'll see if the angle helped AEW last night. And then we've got, believe it or not, matches announced for NXT and SmackDown. I personally find this hard to believe, but it's true. Next week, The Way, Johnny Gargano and Austin Theory will be facing... Leon Ruff and Kushida. It was supposed to be Leon Ruff and Damian Priest, but Karrion Cross returned and killed Damian Priest. So he is out of the match. They alleged that he was in the hospital. Very vicious beating. And then for SmackDown this week, they have announced Sami Zayn and Big E non-title and Montez Ford versus Dolph Ziggler. And... And do you want to know the third thing that they announced for SmackDown? I'll give you one guess, Mike. And if you don't get it, I'm going to be very disappointed. The third thing for SmackDown? I'll give you a hint. Okay. It was announced for SmackDown this week. I don't know. 
Bro, a contract signing. Oh, I'm sorry. It's, yes, the official Bruce Pritchard contract signing. I Jiminy should have Christmas. Known. I, I apologize for not uh, having the ESP to, to be in the mind of WWE. I apologize. Well, in the future, if I say, guess what they have announced for SmackDown, if you guess a contract signing, you're going to be right 95% of the time. Now, unfortunately, do you guys know who the contract signing is for? Who? Sasha and Carmella. There you go. That may be it for me. If it's any- I got to think about that? Yeah. If it right. is anything like that back and forth they had on SmackDown this past Friday, I mean, this could be it for me. Everybody who wants us to stop reviewing SmackDown, this may be the breaking point. Ironically, the last time I almost had a breaking point, it was also because of Carmella. But that time it was because of her main eventing shows every week in bad matches. So you got us to line up. Is Orange Cassidy that weak of a character all of a sudden? I, I'm looking at the chat, Frank. Uh, but look, Orange Cassidy, I guess, didn't have to be in that match. I, I don't know how he wouldn't have been because it was for the diamond you know, ring that he was a finalist for. So one person's got to win, one person's got to lose. And MJF's a top-tier character, just like you probably believe Orange Cassidy is. And Orange Cassidy is a priority. Okada and Tanahashi and Nakamura and Naito, all those guys were priorities for New Japan when they were all there. And guess what? Sometimes some guys had to lose. It's how you lose. And if everybody is so worried about Orange Cassidy, once he loses or or loses twice, becoming a character that nobody cares about, then maybe, maybe he's not that strong of a character. Now, I disagree with that. I think he is a strong character. And I don't think he's a main event presence either as far as being in the world title picture. But one thing I believe is that he can be protected and still also take losses because it's pro wrestling. And sometimes people are going to have to take losses in the middle of the ring. And there was a bunch of nonsense that happened. It's not like even, you know, yes, did MJF beat him? Yes, but there was a whole bunch of other nonsense. If this is going to really hurt Orange Cassidy, it doesn't make any sense. To me, it's like people, it's such a defense mechanism. And it's like, I get it. You like him. I like him too. Taking a loss in wrestling does not mean you're buried 10 feet under, period. Okay, so I've done some stats as you've been ranting about Orange Cassidy right here. So this is my issue with Orange Cassidy losing. My issue is that prior to defeating Chris Jericho at the last pay-per-view... Chris Jericho had lost seven times in the entire history of all elite wrestling. Seven times. And beating Chris Jericho should be a huge deal. Otherwise, why is Jericho even losing? He should only be putting over somebody if there's like a plan for that person going forward. Okay? So, since beating Chris Jericho, who had only lost seven times in the entire history of all elite wrestling... Since beating him and winning that feud, which was in, what, August? Orange Cassidy has lost four times. So it's not so much that he's losing. It's like, what's the point of winning a feud with Chris Jericho if he's just going to go on and be, at best, a 50-50 guy? And actually, I think, if you look at his win-loss, he is literally a 50-50 guy. He's had one, two, three, four losses since September, and he's had one, two, three, four, five wins. So the point is, he went and beat Chris Jericho in a feud and then became a 50, literally a 50 50 guy. I guess it would be 60 40. 
I just think that it seems like a waste of beating Jericho. Not the end of the world, but that's what I think. Stand by, everybody. Observer Live. Sales are rising quickly, but without another lead baker, Dale's Bakery is going to feel the heat. Hey, you're baking alone today. I have to handle this order for the restaurant down the street. Cool, but who's going to handle the pastries? He needs to hire. Need Indeed. Indeed you do. The moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Advance is helping you get your engine ready for the road this holiday season with the right oil, the right filter, at the right price every day. Get five quarts of full synthetic Mobile One, Valvoline, Castrol Edge, or Pennzoil Platinum with the Mobile One oil filter for just $33.99. Plus, this holiday season, get a $25 NBA Store gift card and two times speed perks points instantly with the purchase of five quarts of Mobile One. Advance your auto at Advance Auto Parts and participating CarQuest locations. See store for details. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. I'm Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Mike's got more to say on the orange. 
Well, and then we got this. calls. Di- different eras and everything, but like Bob Armstrong lost a lot because, you know, there were times where he wasn't the champion, but he was there to set up the champion. You know, Chief Jay Strongbow, his whole career was made off the fact that, yeah, he won some, some matches and title matches, or tag matches and tag titles and things like that, but he would take the L before you got to Bruno or Backlund or somebody like that. And they're different situations, but they're also both, both proof that you can lose to the right people and not go under. And I know what you're saying, and I think they should have Orange Cassidy win more on TV. He absolutely should win more on TV, especially if you are going to do things when you put him in situations with big matches with Cody or with Brody Lee or with MJF, all people that he has lost to. But they were all high-profile big deals that were leading to things, and they weren't insulting or demeaning to Orange. He was not slaughtered during them or anything like that and i think they were if you can have good losses they were as about as good a losses as you can get now him beating up a silver or a reynolds or a sabian or a you know anybody yes he should be doing that more on tv he should be taking more wins in six matches six man matches with the best friends and this is an issue with you know having so many people on the roster you know, that's where it becomes an issue is you can't concentrate on some people sometimes. And, and I think a situation like Orange Cassidy, I think it helps lead to the discussion that we're having now because I don't think that these losses were that bad. And I think he is a he has been a protected, solid character. But if people are believing this about him losing because he's losing to Cody or Brody Lee or MJF, then I think they do have a problem that way. And they do need to then utilize him when in, when dynamite is on and utilize him better in and win some matches there and, I, and again i understand what everybody is upset about or what you are upset about with this loss and if it was to somebody other than mjf under the circumstances i would get it but i, I still think people need and not you but a lot of people online they need to pump the brakes anyway but when it comes to anything orange it's like look you obviously don't have the confidence in this character that they do if you think L's are really what's going to hurt him. Because to be honest with you, and obviously I don't suggest this, you could beat him like a drum probably 50 matches in a row. He's going to be fine. But you never know when 51 is. You never know when the bottom's going to fall out. So I do understand what you're saying, but I think people need to pump the brakes a little bit on how he's viewed. So everybody's asking about Omega and his big announcement that was not made, and I've seen many people call it a bait-and-switch. Listen, this is my thoughts on this. This doesn't bother me. Call me biased, but I'm going to tell you why. There's a difference between, for example, saying, Kenny Omega is going to appear on Dynamite next week, And you wait and you wait and you wait and you tune in and he's just not even on the show and there's like no explanation. That's bait and switch. If you advertise next week, it's Johnny Gargano and Austin Theory against Kushida and Leon Ruff. And you tune into the show because you like these guys and there's no match and no explanation. That's bait and switch, okay? Kenny Omega is a heel. Don Callis is a heel, okay? So, on Impact, they said that we're 24 hours away from a big announcement, I believe they said. They show up on Impact, and in both cases, they were out in front of the crowd delivering a promo for an extended period of time. It's not like you didn't get to see them at all. It's not like they weren't there. And they did their promo, 
And then Don Callis goes, hold on, don't tell him yet. Don't tell him yet. If you think that's a bait and switch, like, I'm not going to argue with you. That's fine. But to me, you've got a heel character here who's being a heel. I don't know what his big announcement is. They have a plan in storyline, and they're not divulging their plan yet. That's what I took it as. I I even got a lot more upset about the Iron Man match where they promised us that we would have a new champion on the show. They go to a draw, and then there's not enough time, and they go off the air. That, to me, is a bait. You promised me a new champion, and then you went on the, off the air in a scenario where I've seen a million times in my life that when an Iron Man match goes to a draw, you do sudden death. They didn't give me the sudden death. That felt like a bait and switch. This felt like there's this heel that's promising some announcement, and he keeps delaying it, delaying it, delaying it to, to mess with you. That's different than they're going to be on the show. For example, if they would have said, we're going to be on Impact next week, which they did, and then you watch all of Impact, and they're not even there. That's a bait and switch. That's not what happened. Yeah, I was thinking, you know, as I was watching it, it's like, you know, this is really lacking in comparison in some ways to the impact promo. But then it, you know, and then I remembered this was, I don't know when they did the impact thing, but they taped this last week. So I could absolutely see it. Look, they, I believe that they planned this and they knew it was going to get a reaction by some people because. If, if I'm not mistaken, and maybe you can help me out with the timeline, you know, they, they did not know, I guess, what was going to exactly take place on Impact. This was done out of sequence. So not knowing that and throwing it of, hey, we're going to hold it off another week. You know, I I think they did that on, on, on purpose, and I think that if you're that smart of a fan or think that you are, I think you kind of give them the you know, the the little gold star to, to Callus and Omega once again as heels. And, and I think that's, again, maybe you could tell me better, but I thought that's what, that's how I took it. Because I thought the Impact interview was actually a zillion times better. Well, I don't want to say a zillion times better, but was certainly had more impact. Again, no pun intend, intended than the AEW one did. Although, again, Don Callis, Don Callis is fantastic in his role. Fantastic. Yes, Honolulu, you're on the air. Um, hello, everyone. Uh, hi, Brian. Hi, Mike. Uh, shout out to the Twitch chat. Uh, so what's this deal about WCW 2020? Oh, get out of here, Honolulu. I hate to do that to you, but I mean, at come least on. be relevant with it, dude. I mean, that one's been dead and buried now for like a week you and a half. You kidding me? So. Come on, Dagan. Was, I, I know Dagan will day. save the show. That, that was almost a bannable offense by Honolulu, but I'll give him one more chance. Yes, Dagan. Uh, hey, Bannon, Brian, Bannon. Um, hey, I got just got a quick question for you guys. He's lucky today. I love Hawaii. Twitch. <laughs> I love Hawaii, too, but that guy's just ridiculous. Uh, shout out to the Twitch chat. Uh, I got a quick question for you today. Uh, I was wondering about the status of Pac. It seemed like they made a big deal about his return and the, re the uh, Death Triangle reunion, and he seems to have disappeared the last few weeks. I was wondering if you guys want to speculate on where Pac might be. No, Dagan. You guys have a good one. I want, I want to thank you very much for the call, but I don't want to speculate where Pac is. I don't know. I do not think he has dropped off the face of the planet. Maybe I, he's hanging I'm out sure in the shack. I'm sure he will be back. He could be in the shack. Pack in the shack. Yeah. It's going to be like TNT's, uh, TNT's uh, elf on the shelf there. I mean, as we've mentioned a million times in this pandemic, I mean, there's all sorts of reasons why people don't make TV. Santana had a death in the family. 
There have been many WWE wrestlers who missed TV because they had COVID. There are other WWE wrestlers that missed TV because they were merely near somebody who had COVID, but they never had COVID, so a precaution was taken. And I don't think that they have... I, I guarantee you, I will go as far as to guarantee they have not forgotten about Pocker, Packer, whatever his name is. Neville. This person here... Yeah, I... I, I uh, are you all right? What's, what, what are you looking at right now? Looks like What's Timothy Thatcher, this person says, may be turning babyface and feuding with Cameron Grimes after he put him in an ankle lock on NXT last night. In the same segment that he was like, he's feuding with Ciampa, who is a babyface. Who, by the way, returned as a babyface, turned heel, and then was just a babyface again one day. My point is, I don't know what's going on. They don't either. Don't worry about it. I mean, I don't know if Cameron Grimes, I mean, if you're going into default mode, even if he was annoying and starting it, I don't think in a battle with Timothy Thatcher that Cameron Grimes can be the bad guy. You know, if he's going to come across as the, he's going to come across as sympathetic no matter what. Even again, even if he starts it, even if he's a goof, you know, just look at Thatcher. And I just, somebody said it on Twitter, and I can't remember who it is to give him the credit for it. But it's like, you know, they've tried so hard with Dexter Loomis making him a serial killer. And they got one standing right there in Timothy Thatcher who looks every bit like one. Man, I was talking about, Dexter Loomis gimmick. I said he's a sympathetic artist. I don't remember what I said, but I added when he's not being a serial killer. And some bro on Twitter goes, well, clearly never, no one's ever seen the show Dexter. Like, what are you talking about? That guy was a serial killer, too. That's, to say, and that, that's where they stole the name from. They stole it from two different sources. Dexter obviously was one of them. It's like, dude, okay, I understand that a lot of people really like the show Dexter. That's great, okay? That doesn't mean that that character is going to work in pro wrestling. Some people liked pick some dumb movie with whatever in it. Was that was that stupid movie with the little guys with the big ears? Gremlins? Gremlins? That doesn't mean that you can get a little person and put them in a gremlin outfit and it's going to get over on a WWE show. It would get over on this Twitch feed, though, I think, if you decided to start doing nah, that. Nah, come so on. They're all being gimmicks money. right now. Get out of here. Put some Velcro on the wall behind you. Do you feel like the Karrion Cross return was kind of flat? It was great to see him back and to see that he and Priest might be feuding, but it felt like he was missing something. Well, it was missing what everything is missing right now, which is a giant crowd. There's nothing you can do about it. I mean, I thought it was fine. He showed up. He killed this loudmouth Damian Priest. We've got, like, Karrion Cross and Priest is obviously upcoming. Finn Balor and Priest, or Finn Balor and Karrion Cross is obviously upcoming. I mean, it appears that they've got some stuff that they're planning going forward with, with Finn Balor. But, man, that guy's job must be a mess because he's got no matches till early January. He got hurt a long time ago. I think they were just desperate to not have to strip the title again. If we ever get a Super Bowl of wrestling... I need to see Miro and uh, Scarlet go clothes shopping together. Their their outfits, both in different ways, were Granny. Unique. What? Granny? Granny? I'm not taking Granny to go shopping with. No, Miro who's going no. clothes shopping with Scarlet? Scarlet, Scarlet Bordeaux, and Miro. Oh, together. Miro. Yes. How did you get Granny out of Miro? I thought you said you wanted Granny and Scarlet to go clothes shopping together. Exactly. All right. 
Rumor has it that Swerve is turning heel. That's a rumor? I, I, did you watch the show? He <laughs> was very angry, and he, he refused to yeah. shake Jake Atlas. Jake Atlas, by the way, here's another one. All my material for tonight going out the window. <laughs> you got to set it up. You're just practicing. Jake you know, Atlas. I should just save this for tonight. This could take hours. <laughs> Jake Atlas got two championship matches. Two championship matches. He lost both of them. He then goes on to beat Tony Nese, and they tell us it's the biggest win of his career. I was like, what? How did he well, get two not... title matches? I go back and I look, and in fact, he's never beaten anybody. His no. biggest win was over Drake Maverick, and somehow they gave him two championship matches. He loses the matches. Now he's on a two-week win streak, and the story they're telling me is that young Jake Atlas improves, improves every week, and someday he'll be in the title picture. I'm like, are we literally going backwards? Are we literally going backwards? He got two title matches, but now he's a young up-and-comer who's getting better weekly and someday will be in the title picture? What? Hold that thought, everybody. My brain's about to explode. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week. I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721. 855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. 
Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771-800-410-4771-800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Well, Josiah, I did in fact use your picture, so can be happy about that thanks josiah yes sorry oh somebody let's see what we got here this person likes the shack shack of course you do it's a great name is brandy basically the big show at this point (laughs) i'm not sure i'd say that but what the heck and yes a big thank you as someone notes here shout out to the twitch homies for reaching 1000 subscribers to the twitch stream very, very much. I, I don't even know what this goal is, actually. I mean, yeah. I think we have more than a thousand subscribers, but there's a goal here. Now, for sure, I know we have more. So thank you very much for that. Really appreciate it. Really. Somebody should lose their job if John Silver is not dressed up as a New Year's baby on the December 30th Dynamite. Well, <laughs> he will be. How does dude even wipe his rear? His arms are so oh, wide. Mike, and come on. So wide and so short, though. I mean, he is, I, I'll say, I don't think dude's going to be able to purchase shirts off the rack for much longer if, if he if he even does. He's going to be one of those guys that just walks around wearing a vest all year round. Amazing guns on that man. Hopefully he can help out the hangman next week. This person says, is anyone else looking forward to heel Tony Storm versus heel Io Shirai? What? Io Shirai's a baby face. Yeah, what the, what, the, what? When did she turn heel? And what do you make of the rumor that WrestleMania 37 main event? I'm not going to read this main event. <laughs> Don't count on it, buddy. Don't count oh, on it. How ridiculous is it? The is it Brock versus The Rock or something like that? No, it was it was three random folks actually. Some of whom have not been around, and some of whom they've done zilch with. Person says MGF beat Jericho at full gear. If that's the benchmark we're going to use, OC losing to MGF is not a step down. Now we're doing MMA math. Don't even get me started on that. We're out of time, everybody. Full thoughts on AEW and NXT tonight. Brian and Vinny show only for subscribers. WrestlingObserver.com. I want to thank everyone today. Mike, as always, callers and listeners, everybody in the studio, Twitch homies. Ratings in a moment at Brian Alvarez. We'll talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live.